update on this book I'm listening to, Deep Time Dreaming, which is something of a book on Indigenous Australia from an archaeologist's perspective. Um, and sometimes archaeologists and Indigenous people are not on the same page. That has come through in the book. To a certain extent, to a large extent, um, Indigenous people uh, are not all that happy, usually, about archaeologists uh, coming out onto their uh, sacred land, as it were. Well, all the land is sacred. Uh, and, and digging bones up, you know, digging up the bones of their ancestors. Um, now, the archaeologists, it is coming through, are well-meaning, um, but, you know, they're not necessarily on the same page as Indigenous mobs, wherever they go. Sometimes Indigenous mobs give them a hand and all that sort of stuff, helping them with their archaeology. Uh, but, you know, there's a line. Uh, Mungo Lady had to be reburied. Uh, all right. So all of that. But uh, I think I'm liking the book. Uh, but I can't get past the narrator's voice very easily. I don't know if the narrator is the same guy as the guy who wrote it. Uh, let's assume that it isn't. I don't check these things. I just start listening. Uh, um, now, um, I think the book is okay. As far as I can tell. I wish I was reading it instead of listening to it. Because the narrator is annoying me. The only way uh, the book could be more annoying is would be if I was reading it, because then it would be even more annoying. You know? um, anyway, um, yeah, I wish the narrator would just read it straight, you know? because he's got this way of um, uh, when he's speaking about. You know, look, the book is good, I think. So the book points out where the archaeologists are blundering and making mistakes and making false claims and all that sort of stuff. Um, but the narrator, when he's speaking um, about the archaeologists or quoting the archaeologists, he, um, he makes it clear that he thinks that although they're flawed, that their um, intentions are noble. So he's got a voice, when he's, uh, you know, sections of the book are from the archaeologist's perspective with a, an apostrophe on the end. Um, and when he speaks about, when he speaks about um, the actions of the archaeologists, or when he's quoting the archaeologists speaking, or, you know, all of that, um, I would say that the voice he's using, he's got different voices uh, for different types of people. Uh, I would say uh, that he makes it clear to us, well, he wants to make it clear to us, that although they're flawed, they're essentially um, good people wanting to do the right thing, mucking it up occasionally. Um, you know, there was a huge blunder at one point in, I think, the 1970s when an archaeologist um, claimed too quickly 
that um, the indigen that there was evidence of um, occupation here by indigenous people for 175,000 years or something, and it made worldwide news. And then he had egg on his face, but then, um, but then the narrator puts on this voice as he's reading the sections about that in the book, um, saying, "But these archaeologists, they didn't even want to make these big claims." They were only trying to be reasonable, and their focus was on something else. It was the media that got that out of hand. You know, um, all right, that's the voice he uses when he's speaking about the archaeologists. Now, when he's talking about the Indigenous Australians, or when he's quoting Indigenous Australians, I can only describe um, the tone of his voice as awestruck you know like he's just full of wonder he can't believe what amazing people these are um <laughs> i'm sure some of them were assholes i think they'll tell that i think they'll tell you that themselves you know but just awestruck he is uh when he's you when whenever whenever there's something in the book about indigenous australians he suddenly goes very quiet and reverential and then the people of the Yorta Yorta, oh my God, such a rich culture, you know. Now, I don't deny that, you know, but we've got a rich culture too. We bog Irish. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's that. And here's the interesting one where um, it sort of annoys me. Um, when he's quoting someone anyone who along the way has been an opponent uh, of uh, what you might call, what this guy would call the leftist look, uh, agenda. All right, people who are opposing uh, what, what the archaeologists are claiming along the way and all that sort of stuff. Whenever he's quoting those guys speaking, whether it's Pauline Hanson or anyone else, and I'm no fan of Pauline Hanson or anything like that. In fact, I'm a big fat lefty myself. Uh, but when, here's my issue. Let the words, let them sink themselves with their own words. You know what I mean? The tone of his voice changes when any any of those guys come into the picture. You know, whenever there's narration to be read out about those guys he suddenly puts on a mocking tone you know, if he's quoting and i'm sure they don't all speak the way he's making them speak when he reads out their words you know he says you know like i can't remember an example but um for example you know if um someone challenged um an indigenous uh native title claim or something you know, he would quote them and say, and then, you know, uh, John Howard, I wasn't one of them, but let's say he was quoting John Howard, um, challenging some native title claim, or I'm making this one up, but I'm just, all I want to do is, he'd say, and then John Howard said, and he'd read out John Howard's words, and he'd say, I think it's absolutely ridiculous, and, blah, blah, blah. and he, he's got this mocking tone, far beyond any such tone that John Howard uses in real life. You know, Pauline Hanson, maybe, you know, you can hardly take off that accent. You can't, you can't exaggerate that accent, but 
he's quoting academics and all that sort of non-academics, you know, um, people who are opposing academics. Anyone who opposes the academics, you know, what you might call right-wingers opposing academics, he gives them a tone of voice that makes them uh, come across as um, as fascist fools. Now, some of them are, but not all of them. But he makes them all sound that way with the tone of his voice. Uh, so, Deep Time Dreaming, the book, I'm enjoying it, but the narrator is giving me the shites <laughs> to a certain extent. I wish he'd just read it straight. He doesn't have to put the funny voices on, is my opinion. There you go. That's all I think. You know, book review. Uh,